0: Greetings, friends, and brethren in the Lord. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly, exceedingly great joy. Well, I hope you were as excited as I was last Monday to watch the United States Embassy move from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. What a significant event that took place that day, May 14th, 2018. That will go down in history for sure, because not only of its natural significance, but its spiritual significance. Jerusalem is the eternal city of God, and Jerusalem is now officially recognized, certainly by the United States, as the capital of Israel. And that is important. So I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, We are living in exciting times, so I hope you were able to catch that. And if you missed it on TV, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Today, I want to talk to you about mountains that will move. This is a two-part series. I'll finish it up next week. But this is what I want to talk to you today about. So, Father, I thank you that you are the mountain mover. You are the earth shaker. You are God Almighty. And Father, I thank you that today you are giving us revelation of your mighty word. Thank you, Father, for these listeners. I ask you to bless them and help them, encourage them, strengthen them, certainly strengthen their faith, Father, to believe in you and your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Mountains will move. Have you seen mountains move in your life? Maybe you haven't, but yes, I'm talking specifically about situations that seem so difficult that there is no earthly way in the natural that the situation can improve. I'm, I'm thinking about circumstances where you are up against a wall, not just any wall, a wall that seems 10 feet thick and as high as the heavens. An impenetrable wall, a non-negotiable wall, an absolutely impossible wall, an impregnable wall, a wall too high to climb over, a wall too deep to dig under, and a wall too thick to pass through. Or maybe your situation has you in a corner with nowhere to go, nowhere to turn, Can't get help from anybody. Stranded, alone. The potential for giving up is just a breath away. This mountain even has you believing that there is no way out, no way up, no way through. No getting out. It can't turn around. It will always be this way. Nothing can change. I might as well resign to the fact that this is too big, too hard, and frankly, too impossible. Does any of that sound familiar? Have you been struggling with a situation that sounds similar to that? If you haven't seen your mountain move then it's time to get God's perspective on your mountain. And that's what I'm going to do over these next two weeks. I'm going to help you gain God's perspective regarding your mountain. And it's also time to redirect your hearing. It's time to listen To the Lord's voice, tune out, tune out every voice that is negative and contrary to God's word. Just tune it out. Say to yourself, I will no longer listen to the voice of my enemy. I am a lamb in the sheepfold of God's care, and I know the shepherd's voice. And I will follow his voice. I'm going to say that again. This is truly. See, you have to make these declarations. You have to let this come out of your mouth because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes. So this is what you say. You say this out loud. You say, I will no longer listen to the voice of my enemy. I am a lamb in the sheepfold of God's care, and I know the shepherd's voice, and I will follow his voice. Let me be clear. You have a helper. One true, just individual who will help you. Yes, his name is Jesus. He is your Savior and your rescuer. And he is there to help in the time of need. Maybe you feel like David did when he wrote in Psalm 124. And I'm reading this version out of the New King James Version. This is what David wrote. He said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone out Over our soul. Blessed be the Lord. Who has not. Given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped. As a bird from the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken. And we have escaped. Our help. Is in the name of the Lord. Who made. Heaven and earth there's some very key things that David writes in this Psalm 124 but I'm going to take a minute before I talk to you about that Psalm I'm going to read Psalm 124 to you out of the voice translation David writes if the eternal had not been with us sing israel sing if he had not been with us when the villains came for us when their anger flamed around us they would have swallowed it, swallowed us up alive their hatred was like a flood the waters were rising and would have engulfed us. The streams were rushing past and would have overcome us. The furious waters would have broken over us. Battered and overwhelmed, we surely would have drowned. Blessed be the Eternal, who did not leave us to be torn by their fangs, Our souls cry out. We escaped with our lives like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare was broken and we escaped with our lives. Our help has come in the name of the eternal, the maker of heaven and earth. So, Just, if you can imagine in your mind the things that David is saying here. See, our enemy, Satan, and all of his cohorts, their hatred of us is, I mean, it's obvious. We are an enemy to them, and they are our enemy. Because we are a friend of God, we are immediately become an enemy of Satan and his cohorts. Their hatred was like a flood. The waters were rising and would have engulfed us. See, your situation may feel just like that, where you feel like these waters are rising and they're just going to engulf you. And these waters, maybe you're, maybe the situation is like the furious waters that ha- would have broken over you and Maybe you feel battered and overwhelmed, just like, my goodness, I could have drowned. And maybe you're even pinching yourself and saying, did I drown? But David goes on to bless the Lord because he says, you didn't leave us. You didn't leave us to be torn by their fangs, to be... um, Prayed to their teeth. But you helped us escape like a bird from the snare of a fowler. Now, a fowler is a person who traps animals in a snare. So David's, David's saying our soul escaped just, you know, just like a bird would escape from a trap set by somebody trying to catch it. And I like that. Both in the voice translation and in the New King James Version, it says the snare was broken and we escaped with our lives. Those of you who are under it, beneath it, overwhelmed by it, listen what the word says. It says the snare was broken and we escaped with our lives. Our help came in the name of the Lord. When we get overwhelmed, sometimes it does feel like we're drowning. The furious waters have broken over us. We feel battered and overwhelmed. We feel like surely we're just going to drown. But God doesn't leave us. He doesn't leave us. He said he would never leave us, nor ever forsake us. You see, there were three calamities that would have occurred had not God's help come. First of all, they would have been swallowed up alive. Secondly, the waters... And that's referring to the many enemies of Israel. And as far as you and I are concerned, it refers to our enemy, Satan, and all of his cohorts. The waters would have overwhelmed them. And thirdly, the swollen waters would have gone over their soul. In other words, they would have drowned. But God. How did they escape from the power of their enemies? Very simply, the miraculous power of God. His help, his intervention, his divine hand lifted them from the raging waters. So how big is your mountain? Is it as big as the hills of West Virginia? as large as the Colorado Rockies or is your mountain looming and gigantic as the Himalayas? It doesn't matter the size, the difficulty or the enormity of your problem. What matters is what you believe about God. Do you have more trust in what the devil can do and has done? Or is your trust in what God is able to accomplish? Where have you placed your trust? I can tell you, I have been at times just like David. I have felt those furious waters. I have felt overwhelmed. I have felt like I was about ready to drown. But there comes a point where we have to get God's perspective. And we have to understand from his perspective how the picture really looks. Because, see, when you are feeling all of those things, like David is describing here, um, we, th- we could have been swallowed up alive, he said. Their hatred was like a flood. The waters were rising. Uh, the streams were rushing past and would have overcome us. See, that's from your enemy's perspective. That's what the situation looks like when you're looking at it from your enemy's perspective. But you've got to put things in reverse and you've got to stop and say, I've got to look at this from God's perspective. So the question is, where have you placed your trust? Psalm 125 Verses 1 and 2 read, and this is out of the New King James Version. It says, Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. So you see, it's a done deal, according to God's word. If you trust in the Lord, you're going to be like Mount Zion. We learned last week, that's another name for Jerusalem. You're going to be just like Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which cannot be moved. The word says it, cannot be moved. When you trust in the Lord, you will be like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Your trust will abide forever. And just as those mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth, from this day forth, my friend, and forever. Now, I want to read those two scriptures to you from the voice translation. All who have faith in the eternal stand as Mount Zion, unmoved, enduring, eternal. Just as the mountains around Jerusalem embrace her, the eternal, too, wraps around those who belong to him. For this moment and for every moment, moment to come. So I would encourage you to rejoice. Now here's the irony. Your faith and trust in the Lord is to be like a mountain, unmovable. And at the same time with unshakable, unmovable faith, you can speak to your mountain the mountain you are facing because the Lord is with you and he is your help. Now I'm going to explain to you how this works. See, you take your position. Now we read in Colossians three, one, it says we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We have our full armor on Ephesians six. We have our helmet of salvation, our breastplate of righteousness. Our waist is girded about with God's truth. We have our shield of faith. We have the sword of the spirit, God's mighty word. And we have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now that is full body armor. You must make sure that all your body armor is intact. What do I mean? All sin must be repented of. Every last drop of it. Or you will give your enemy the ability to find your vulnerable spot. And you can be sure he will hit it. He will hit his target. If there is one, if there's a vulnerable area, someplace that you have not repented of, your armor will be open and the enemy will find that target and he will hit it. Now, with your full body armor on, seated in heavenly places with Christ, you can speak the powerful word of God with great authority to your mountain. And guess what? It has to move. Why? Why does it have to move? Because God's word says so. You can turn to Isaiah 55, 11. I'm reading out of the New King James here. And this is what it says. It says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not. It shall not return to me void. That means it cannot come back to the Lord empty. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So God's word has a mandate on it. That's why the word of God is powerful. That's why we fight with the word of God. That's why it's our sword. It cannot. God's word cannot and will not return void. It will not return empty. God's word says it will accomplish what God pleases and it will, not maybe, it will prosper wherever it is sent. Now watch this. I'm going to read this to you. This is Isaiah 54, verses 14 and 15. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Those are incredible promises from God's word. Will they assemble? Will your enemies, the demonic hordes of hell, will they assemble against you? And will they use people to do it? Absolutely. Unequivocally, they will. Remember, people aren't your enemies. We don't fight flesh and blood. We are fighting what Paul says in Ephesians 6. He says, this this is what we're fighting, folks. We're fighting a spiritual battle. It's in the spirit realm. It's not with people, although the enemy uses people. He'll use people in your family. He'll use your spouse. He'll use your children. He'll use your neighbor. He'll use your best friend. He'll use, gosh, even those that you work with. He will use anybody that he can possibly use he will use them to assemble against you but you don't have to fear you see because when you're walking in righteousness you're established I have said many times righteousness is the greatest weapon against your enemy so they will assemble against you these Principalities in Ephesians 6, powers of the air, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places. They will assemble against you, but they will fall for your sake. As long as you're walking in righteousness. See, that's that's a big key. That's your greatest weapon against the hordes of hell. So they will assemble against you. But not, the Lord says, not not because of him, but they're going to fall for your sake. Remember, folks, remember that the Lord of hosts, the Lord Sabaoth, Jehovah Sabaoth, he's fighting on your behalf. He, he takes his word. When you declare his word and you profess his word and you speak out his word and you use the authority that God has given you. He's given you his authority. He's given you his word. He takes that word and he makes sure it will accomplish exactly what it was intended for. So I just want to leave you and we're going to take up next week. I'm going to share some more things to encourage you, but be, um, don't be moved. Don't be moved by your situation. Look at it from God's perspective. Trust the Lord. Trust in him. Don't be moved by the circumstance, by people, by words they say, by, by everything coming against you. Stand fast. Be unmoved. Be enduring. Remember that just as these mountains surround Jerusalem... God is embracing you and wrapping around those who belong to him. You are not alone. You are not defeated. The victory is yours. And you must see that from God's perspective. So your faith and trust in the Lord must be like a mountain, unmovable. And at the same time, With unshakable, unmovable faith, you can speak to your mountain, standing on the promises of God, knowing that his word, when it goes forth, it will not return void. It will accomplish what God pleases, and it will prosper in the thing for which it was sent. It's God's word. There is a mandate on it, and God will fulfill it. So I hope that that encouraged you. And I want you to, you know, begin to learn to speak to your mountain because that mountain is going to move. One way or the other, that mountain is going to move. So I want you to be encouraged. The mountain will move. I just want to thank you for supporting this ministry financially and most of all with your prayers. Pure Heart Ministry exists to provide teaching and equipping for the body of Christ to expand God's kingdom. I thank you from the bottom bottom of my heart for listening each week and supporting us. You can send a check to Pure Heart Ministries, PO Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia 26060. Again, that's Pure Heart Ministries PO Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia 26060. The podcasts are free and you can listen to them by going to www.pureheart.today. I bless you and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Shalom, shalom, peace be unto you.